0: We tell true stories, we tell them live, and we tell them every month at the Canal Café Theatre. This story was performed by Sonia Todd in September 2010, where the theme was Crossing the Line. I've always been a bit of a goody-two-shoes, and I've never really been one for crossing the line. Um, If I remember back to my educational days, I can only remember one time per educational establishment when I did anything bad. Um, At junior school, I was crossing the lunchroom with my tray when the headmaster suddenly came in and started making a speech. I carried on walking until he shouted, stop walking when I'm talking. Um, Then at high school, I was again walking (laughs) down the corridor with my German teacher, Mrs McClellan, about 50 feet behind me. I came to a set of very heavy double swing doors. So I went through and I thought I would better hold it open for Mrs McClellan. Um, I was holding it open for quite a long time and she was still making her way down the corridor Um, so I thought I feel really stupid I'm just going to shut it and carry on so I closed the door and unfortunately I mistimed it and it slammed in her face Um, then at uh, university I told my supervisor that I had a work experience placement in London on a newspaper for weeks I wouldn't be attending any classes when really I was going to follow my favourite band around the country on tour think that he knew I was lying Um, After university I enrolled on a one-year journalism course in Cardiff Um, and this has since come um, to be a year I think of as the loneliest year of my life. In Cardiff at the time, this is way before Doctor Who happened. You know, they just started regenerating the city, but they hadn't actually put anything in the new buildings, so there was literally nothing to do. Um, And I was living in a bedsit for two hundred pounds a month. My moving-in present from my mum was Delia Smith's most depressing book, One Is Fun. (laughs) It was not. Um, And yeah, I had no money at all. I could just about manage to make five pounds credit on my mobile, eke out over the month. Um, and yeah there was just nothing to do there was about 30 people on my course and although I did make friends with some of them um, they weren't really deep lasting friendships I wasn't really feeling it um, so I was pretty lonely I even thought a good idea would be to get a boyfriend because um, it would occupy me for the whole year and <laughs> company and entertainment for free and um, so I put an ad in the Guardian Soulmates went on two dates with this guy he ends up going out with my friend Claire off my course, so I don't even get to hang out with her anymore. Um, the other thing I did to the other thing I did to occupy myself was um, just work. And um, Cardiff had just started to offer an online journalism option. And this was the early days of the Internet. It's very exciting. Um, and the tutor was a guy called Daniel Meadows. Um, he's actually quite a famous photographer, and you might even have heard of him. Um, but basically, in the 1960s, he bought a Rootmaster bus, and he travelled around the country on this bus taking portrait photos of people. Um, and they're all published in you know, Sunday supplements and books and all that kind of thing. Um, so he was a bit of a hippie, and I thought I was a bit of a hippie too. Um, so you know, I wanted to impress him. I really liked him. He, you know, his lectures were interesting and lively, and you know, he really sort of um, you know taught us about photography and visuals and what a photo means. I didn't even know photos were meant to mean anything. Um, <laughs> So, um I thought, oh, here 's another Bohemian soul, and you know he showed us a photo of himself when he was on the bus when he was you twenty know, odd, and I was like, "Oh, I wish you were on this course with me now <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so I spent all my weekends um in his little um classroom which is in the basement called the digital lab. I spent all my weekends in there making websites where like my hand was the menu or there was an animated gif of Michael Jackson dancing or I'd <laughs> cut out Jackie magazines and like make those speech bubbles pop up. Um and um I was really pleased because I, I I felt like Daniel knew, you know, we had this good teacher student relationship. Um, and he, you know, used my website as the example of what to do in one of the lectures. And, um, and he also said to me, "Oh, Sonia, did you do art foundation? Um, which was immensely flattering to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Um, Anyway, I'd had this really bad weekend where I'd spent the whole time in the DigiLab, you know, no sunlight, just on my own, scanning in Jackie. And um, (laughs) I'd also been to a nightclub on my own to try and make friends with the local indie kids, but that was very awkward. Um, So Monday morning came around, so I was like, oh, I just want to speak to a friend, you know, someone who understands me. Um, So I thought, I know, I'm going to phone my friend Anna in Leeds. You know, she's so fun, it'll be great, you know, it'll just perk me up. Um, So I went to call her on my mobile You've run out of credit. Um, So I went into the university, and I went into the the Gigi lab. I knew there was a phone in there. And um, Daniel was teaching some students in the corner. So I thought, oh, this will be fine. Pick up the phone, dial my friend Anna. And she answers, and it's just so good to hear her voice. It's amazing. Chat for ages, you know. I feel like my true self can now come out just for a little space of time here. Um, Daniel looked over a couple of times, and I thought, you know, he probably finds it strange to actually just hear me chatting with someone so (laughs) naturally. Um, So um, after I talked to Anna, I was in a good mood, went upstairs to my normal classes, and our tutor Tim announced that um, there was going to be an essay competition, So it was a prize essay competition. The prize was £100, so, you know, this is half my rent. This is about two years' worth of pay-as-you-go mobile um, bills. (laughs) And um, I really, really, really wanted to win. And the topic was the funding of the BBC. So I went away and I read so many boring white papers about the BBC, you wouldn't believe, and I tried to have an opinion on the subject. I wrote my essay, we all handed them in. Um, A couple of weeks later, I actually happened to be standing in um, the classroom with um, the other four people who were considered to be contenders for this prize. So there was Ed, um, and he was like quite a, quite a big rugby boy, he went on to work for all the tabloids, you know, the type. Um, and then there was my friend Claire, the one with the boyfriend. Um, there was um, Little Ed, and there was Ginger Ed and me. So all five contenders happened to be standing in the, in the classroom together. We were actually chatting about when they were going to announce this prize and who might win. Um, that's when our tutor Tim walks in and says um, Sonia could you go and see Mr Rogers upstairs please he said it in quite an upbeat voice I was like yes when and everyone looked at me and was like, "Oh yeah, you're the winner, damn!" Um, so really happy, and uh, went upstairs. You know, knock at Mr. Rogers' door, walk in. There he is. He's on the desk. He's got papers in front of him. I'm like, "That's my prize-winning essay." And Daniel's even there. Um, so I'm like, "Well, that's great. You know, my favourite tutor. He's come to congratulate me on my deserved win." Um, and yeah, now I can spend the hundred pounds going and actually see and see a friend. Um, so Mr. Rogers lifts up these papers, holds them up in front of me, and says you know what this is and it's a bt telephone bill um, so he's like um, sonia um, daniel has a strict budget to stick to at the digital lab and he can't afford to cover your personal calls so i was so apologetic really really sorry it won't happen again oops um, and um and then i didn't really realize what was coming next mr rogers actually said you'll need to pay back the money oh. so you know extra gutted and it was 26 pounds you know that is, you know, a quarter of my rent, or maybe an eighth, I don't know. Didn't do maths. And, um, <laughs> and uh, that, you know, that's about, um, you know, five months' mobile bill, so, you know, I wouldn't be phoning anyone for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Daniel looked almost as embarrassed as me, just looking at the floor, you know, he probably thought he was doing the right thing, dobbing me in. And, um, and I had to go back downstairs, I had to tell the other four that not only had I not won, but I had to explain to them what I'd done, and <laughs> hideous... Um, so I looked bad in front of Daniel, no £100 to me. Um, basically, it was boredom and loneliness for the rest of the year, and James won the prize. <laughs> <laughs> for more stories or to take part in next month's show, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Eds. audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk.